I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey listeners, it's Lauren. Thank you for tuning in and coming back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. So this week has been so awesome. Uh, It has just, I don't know, energy has been good and I'm just looking forward to everything that's ahead and focusing on all my goals and all of that stuff. So this last week, you know, had work, but I took time off. Originally, I was supposed to be out of town for an experience over the weekend, but didn't end up going with all the changes that have been happening. And in a way, it was a great blessing in disguise because as much fun as the experience would have been, and I've been watching it on Instagram, so I've been seeing all the cool activity that's been happening, but I needed to fit in you know, finalizing the copy for my website, working on a few um, surprises that are going to be on the website when it launches. By the way, it is launching like I think Friday is when it's going live or eek sometime on Friday. The site that I've been talking about four months will finally be live and it is going to be so amazing. Like I've never created something quite like this before. And like, I'm not actually building the website. I am working with Brooke and Brooke will be on as a guest here. She has an amazing POV on self-love and she is just a super interesting person who is making waves in the world that she's in, in the space, like so much good and positive energy comes from her and she does all sorts of meditations, things like that. So I can't wait for you to meet her, but she's actually creating the site, but I've been working with her and it has just been so much fun to collaborate and get this going. And I don't know, I created some other things on my own that are going to be on the site and I'm just so excited about them. I was impressed with myself a little bit like, wow, okay, I can do this. Um, So it was just really good in that way. So me not being at the event worked out okay. And it was nice kind of just to have time where I'm just here and off because I was noticing every other time I've taken time off, it's because I either had to drive to Houston for a pageant practice. I was heading to a pageant. I was doing or some other thing where, you know, I literally had to go somewhere. I never usually just take time off to just actually remain at my house. It's always, I have something where I have an appointment or I have this, like I, I'm usually pretty strategic with my time off. And so this was something that I didn't even know I needed um, a great self-love move of just keeping the time off, even though my event changed and being able to just be has been really good. I also, um, was able to watch the USA ambassador pageant, which is, um, the pageant that I competed in in January. And it's the one that I really wanted to go to nationals. And, um, it was so good because I got to watch the nationals that I would have competed in had I, you know, been crowned there. 
And it just gave me such an exciting energy to watch it because I knew people competing in the different age groups and it was just so fun to watch and see all of that happening. Um, And it was so cool to see these people because I didn't actually, especially like in the Mrs. Division and stuff, I didn't get to see them compete because I was, you know, standing off to the side of the stage or in the back preparing for my own things. So it was fun to kind of see them on stage and do what they do. And it was so cool because one of the people I competed with, she actually became the national Mrs. So she is 2023 Mrs. USA ambassador, which is so cool. So congratulations to them. But watching that nationals pageant just gave me a whole new fire or like wanting to do all that more. So obviously, yes, I am a title holder right now and I'm very excited and thankful for that. But the title only lasts, you know, during my reign for like a year and forever. I will be the 2023 Mrs. Epic ambassador, but going, you know, after that, somebody else is going to be the current Miss Mrs. and reigning and all that. So there's always like another thing ahead. And I figured out some stuff that I want to compete in that I didn't compete in before. And I feel like now that I've gotten the first kind of pageant experience, you know, under my belt, I have a whole new perspective on it. And it was funny because when I was watching the entire pageant um, live stream, I was like, okay, yeah, this is what my coach had pointed out about like my arms not moving in a certain way. Or I could recognize things that my coach had given me critiques on while I was prepping for my first pageant on some of the people on stage and just seeing things. And it wasn't like they were nothing against what they were doing, but it was just things I was all of a sudden identifying like, Oh, I've done that too. Or, Oh, yep. This is the turn she was talking about that I should try to do. So it was just really interesting to watch it now with all this time and things that I've had in coaching from her. I was looking at it much differently than when I watched it last year, when I watched this pageant last year, I was just like, this is where I want to go. I was getting excited about it. But like this year, I was like analytical about it in a way where I could actually see myself. And I was like, okay, yep, these are things that I need to continue to focus on and make sure that I'm doing. And now I understand this, what her comment was about. So it was cool in that way. But I've realized all these other competitions I want to be in down the road and things that I want to just do. So, so much coming in the pageant world for me in the upcoming years. Um, it will be, it might even be like 2025 before I compete again, just because of when this one ends and, you know, the next cycle begins. Um, cause this, my title won't end until into 2024. So yeah, it will most likely be 2025 before I compete again, but that just gives me time to get it all ready and, you know, really finesse what I want to do. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm, so excited about like the the fire and passion that lit up in me about it. Um, I don't know. It just gave me a, a renewed sense or sense of energy, which kind of leads into the topic that I want to talk about today. So the future is bright. What does that mean? There are always new things coming and new things you can do to just experience life and create this positive, bright future. But what I kind of want to focus on is you know, all these times where we try something and it doesn't work. So we're like, okay, we tried it once. We're done. We're moving away 
from it, you know, where let's try something different or I'm just not good at that. Um, as an adult, I think we really do that a lot where we have all, all this like knowledge or we have, you know, our preconceived notions or things we think about and we're like, okay, because it didn't work for me this time. Like it's not going to work if I try it again. But I want to like debunk that a little bit because as kids, you know, we're learning to ride our bike or even walking or whatever it is. It's like you try it and then maybe you fall off. In my case, I crashed into a tree with my bike and it took me a bit to want to like retry to ride my bike. So I was a little bit late on the bike riding thing, but I went from crashing into a tree and then, you know, being older and finally learning how to ride a bike to competing in duathlons and triathlons, which require bike riding. So in like, you know, definitely I wiped out on the road a few times during that training and I got back up and did it again. Um, but you know, when you're a kid, it's like you do, you, you keep trying until you get something done because I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm obviously not, you know, in the field of knowing all this stuff, but in my head, it's kind of like, as a kid, you're just like, well, what other option do I have? It's like, you just want to keep trying it and keep going and learning and growing and show that you can do it. But as an adult, sometimes I think in some areas of our lives, we know other people might judge if we fail, you know, things are a little more, I guess, public, especially if you're doing something professionally or like in a side hustle or even, you know, just like family and friends, if you're telling them, but you, you feel more embarrassment or you feel like, okay, I can't do it. Why did I tell people I was doing it? You know, it's all of a sudden, instead of just like, oh, I should get up and do it again, you start thinking of, you know, can I even do this? Why am I putting myself through this? And I think, and I feel, and like, for me, I'm getting rid of all that. I'm getting rid of all the things. I'm going to continue to put a pause on it. Like the pageant, right, is an example. Now, I got up, I competed, and I didn't win. Nothing came from it, you know, and the day of, yes, I was sad for sure, but I continue, I'm not stopping in pageantry, I accepted a title somewhere else. I am going to compete again and get up on stage because it's about the growth that comes with the experience. And sure, I could say because I didn't win, people are judging me and they're like, oh, like she didn't even place you know, yeah, that could definitely be thoughts that I could let control my mind. And I could have said, all right, I'm done with pageantry. It wasn't for me. I tried it once. Okay. That was cool. All right. Why am I putting myself out there for people to judge me and see that? And I shared all of it on social too, right? Like everyone who's following me on social knew I was doing it. I had to post what happened and like all of that. And it's like, uh, there was a little bit of fear in me about I'm exposing myself to people being able to judge me and see whatever happens regardless of the outcome. But you know what? I didn't let it stop me and I'm not going to let it stop me from starting over again and trying it again. Um, some other like life experiences, you know, I, I know I've talked about my prior brand that I did, the um, breaking glass girl. And granted that to me was a huge flop at the same time. 
it was a great catapult and learning experience. And that was another very public thing. Like it was a public thing that people could go read the blogs. I worked with people. I did interviews with all these women. I posted about them and then, you know, I had to shut it down. And it's like, I feel like there's a negative connotation that comes with turning something off, shutting it down, not completing the outcome in the way that you wanted. And, you know, with social media nowadays, it's like so public if you let people in on these things. And it's hard sometimes to come clean and be like, I have to be over it because you feel like you let people down. And sometimes you may even feel like you let yourself down or you amplify the feelings of like you failed in some way. But I have said before, and I'll say it again, there is no failure. If you are trying and, you know, you just let the outcome be what the outcome is, as long as you feel like you've done what you needed to, to get to that place, or you tried your hardest or whatever it was, that's what you need to be proud of. And it's like, even though everything is so public, who cares what other people's judgment is? Who cares if you didn't you know, and the way that you wanted to take it as that like first stepping stone as the place where you made some success because you did it. You got yourself out there and you tried. And it's like, it's a catapult to only make you do better because odds are when I compete again, I'm going to compete better than I did. Even if nothing comes of it and I don't place or whatever the outcome is, I'm still going to show up better than I did the very first time because I'm more ready. I know what to expect. I know how to do it more. I was able to realize things I might have made mistakes on or how I could improve all of that. Um, Just like with launching Love Yourself Inside Out with this new website and how I'm going to show up after. It's like I have prior knowledge from Breaking Glass Girl of what I could do differently or better or change to make the experience better for everyone. Um, including myself and how I can remain authentic to myself through this, you know, but if I didn't do that, I may not be launching in the way I am today because I wouldn't have had that prior experience like with the bike riding. And I stopped at the tree and been like, that's it. I'm done. I'm never getting on a bike again. I wouldn't have been able to compete and have such a part of my life, which was so cool with duathlons and triathlons and pushing my limits in that way, that never would have happened. I mean, there are so many things that if we let the fear take over, we would never experience it. Um, For instance, I was a hair model once on stage and I let them cut my hair with a razor blade on stage. So I couldn't even see like, or not a razor blade, but one of those electronic razors. I let them do that on stage and dye my hair. So I didn't even see what it was going to look like until it was done. Like the audience actually saw me before I saw me. (laughs) And, you know, that kind of opened up this whole thing where I wasn't afraid to dye my hair, to cut my hair, to change my hair anymore. And I know that's kind of a silly example in some ways, but it's kind of like if I had let the fear that, trust me, the little (laughs) fear talk going on in my head during that experience was like, oh my gosh, what did you sign yourself up for (laughs) when it was happening? And I realized how short they were actually cutting my hair. Um, But it kind of opened me up to realize like my hair will grow back. I can change it. You know, I can just 
be kind of free with it and do fun things and just live in the moment with this stuff, you know, and even though not even just about my hair, but it kind of gave me a perspective of, I can just try new things and do these exciting things that are kind of crazy and all of that and just go with it and live in the moment and whatever happens, happens because I can always push the outcome to change a little differently next time, or I can continue to grow in that and get learnings out of it, or I can take life lessons and realize the risk is worth the reward and all of that. So that's what I mean by your future is bright. You can totally figure out all these cool things from experiences that maybe didn't go the way you wanted. And it's like in those moments where you're hesitant to try something again or to like change and pivot into something new, just think back to whatever one of your memories is of like, take a minute, think about memories of if it's not bike riding, what was it that you continue to retry to do and you didn't let anybody else's thoughts or negative thoughts like impact it. You just did it until you made it. And maybe that's as a kid, maybe it's as an adult, you know, maybe you just were going to conquer whatever, like think back to those moments of when you succeeded and what it felt like. And when you pushed to that next level, whenever you're sitting there doubting yourself or you're thinking, I don't want other people to doubt me or judge how this went, just dig in and like, think back and try really hard not to let anything, you know, shift you from keeping that super bright future for yourself and growing and changing and getting new experiences. Because when you can push through all that and you can like really go for what you're wanting and you're kind of like, whatever they think, who cares? I'm doing this for me. It's like, that is such an amazing spot to be because you are truly the only one who your decisions really impact. Yes, there are friends and family impacts. I understand that. But in this case, I'm saying you stopping yourself because of fear or because of what you think judgment's going to come or judgment you're placing on yourself. It's like you're only, you know, being a detriment to yourself in that case. So next time you're faced with doing something over or trying something in a new way, or you kind of realize there's an activity or something you've done where you've let it go because not because you really wanted to, but because you let fear creep in or whatever, like try it again and just think of how can I improve this time? What is that next small step that I'm going to consider victory this time or growth? What lessons can I learn from it? And how can I like do it better? And I don't know if you want to hold yourself accountable, put it out there, share it with somebody, put it on social, talk to a friend, like coworker, whatever it is. Or if you're like, I've got this, I just want to keep it to myself. This is a private journey, but I'm not going to let myself or any perceived judgment stop me. That's awesome too. Journal it, like write it down, put it in your phone, do a video recording, whatever it is. Just don't stop yourself from being the amazing person you are and from, you know, learning these life lessons from like growing, from trying. And even if you don't hit whatever the ultimate goal is the next time, try it again. Like each time you're going to change and you're going to shift and you're going to get a different perspective and 
that is so powerful when you empower yourself to just be and to learn from experiences and to change your perspective because you are just continually growing and changing and bettering yourself as you do it. And it's like, that is so exciting because that is when the future is super bright because you are lighting up, you are shining and you are just living authentically. You're loving yourself as who you are. And you can be proud of all those little moments, which is total self-love boost. I mean, believing in yourself to achieve things or grow in some way, that's what self-love is. It's just supporting yourself to be the best you can. So everybody think of the thing that you kind of put on pause or you maybe didn't do because your ego got hurt, the fear crept in. And think about a plan of how you might be able to restart it coming up. And it doesn't have to be like tomorrow, but do it in your own time. But like, think of it. Or if you're like, nope, right now I'm good. Next time you start doubting yourself in something, you're like, okay, maybe I should just stop. Think of that or pivot it into something new. For instance, I can't sing. I don't sing, but maybe I could do a monologue, you know? And I've tried singing. I even had a singing lessons at one point. Um, but yeah, I don't hear all the tones correctly, but my point is like, you can pivot into something that's a different thing, you know, or from singing, I went into dancing and I've picked up dancing throughout my life and no, I'm never going to be a superstar dancer, but I love tap dance. So I keep retrying it. And then I get kind of worn out or embarrassed or shy a little bit about it because I'm like, okay, I'm not getting this. I'm like in between levels. And so I give myself a break. And then when I'm ready, I restart again. And then I use all the learnings I had before to like propel me. Okay, you've got this. You can figure out this. You know how to do this. And that's how we get better. So find it, do it, keep that future bright, believe in yourself. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. I'll catch you next week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.